In a celebrity-driven age like ours, it is so easy to applaud those who work on the top deck, the public faces of business and government and medicine and entertainment, while completely overlooking those who work in the galleys and engine rooms that keep the ship running. Hello, Sheridan Voisey here with another micro-edition of the More Than This podcast. I do promise you a full episode is coming sometime soon. I'm just so overwhelmed with some very big, exciting and partly secret projects that I will tell you about. You'll be the first person to know about it when I can go public on some of these things. And then we will get some full episodes of the More Than This podcast happening. In the meantime, I hope this is just a nice little inspirational shot for your day. If you are a back office worker, if you're a behind the scenes kind of person, I want you to know one thing in particular today. Your talents matter. Your work is indispensable. Without you, we could not do what we're doing, no matter what area of life it's in. That was my message on BBC Radio 2's Pause for Thought segment recently, where I had to tell the story of my friend Mick. That's New York City, and I'm doing fine now. The time, 5.45, the perfect time for Pause for Thought. And it's always a great pleasure to welcome to the studio the writer and broadcaster, Sheridan Voice. Usually because he's always doing Good something morning. fascinating or going somewhere fascinating, <laughs> or he's just he's just developed a new idea for a book. He's always absolutely... When I see him, he knocks my socks off. He's always got something going on, haven't oh, you? Oh, well, that's well, it's coming from you, mind. Vanessa. That's lovely. That's oh, lovely to well, hear. It's, it's the truth. It's nothing but the truth. And uh, <laughs> uh, we've been talking about teamwork. Is that your thing? Uh, you know what? At the moment, well, it is from a distance. Right. I live I live and work in solitude these days. You know, uh, I don't work in a studio anymore in a radio environment or anything like that. So I, I work from my little home office and so I'm just all by myself. But uh, I have got a good story for you though. Go on. I have a good story. My friend Mick, he lives and works on a really different kind of ship. It's a converted rail ferry that operates as this giant floating hospital. You should see this thing. It provides free healthcare to the poorest of the poor in developing countries. Every day they put they, they pull into a port for several months and every day hundreds, sometimes thousands, queue up to be treated by its surgeons and therapists. And by the time they leave, after several months, they leave thousands of tumours, cataracts and club feet healed before they leave. It's an amazing, amazing work. When TV crews come to visit and cover the story, they naturally point their cameras onto the ship's medical staff. And these people are amazing. And the work they do, they're all volunteers, and the work they do is near miraculous. Fixing a little boy's cleft palate, removing a giant goiter from a woman's neck, removing shame, restoring dignity. It's amazing, amazing work. Sometimes a journalist will wander below deck to interview other crew members, but very few take pictures of the work Mick does. Mick and his wife left really good jobs to bring their young family onto the boat. Mick has uh, an MBA, he was chief engineer in the Navy, he dropped two levels of seniority to join this charity. But he admits he was surprised when he first heard where he was going to be assigned to work on the ship in its sewage plant. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Over 600 people on the boat at any one time. You can imagine, then, the amount of toxic waste that's produced. 40,000 litres, in fact, of waste produced every single day. And managing this toxic material is serious business, as you can imagine. Without Mick carefully tending the ship's pipes and pumps, the whole life-giving operation would shut down. In a celebrity-driven age like ours, it's just so easy to applaud those on the top deck, the public faces of business and government and medicine and entertainment, 
and overlook those working in the galleys and engine rooms of our workplaces, the cooks, cleaners, accountants, assistants, techs, producers, the sewage system engineers. St Paul wouldn't let anyone overlook lower deck people. He took Christians in Corinth to task for celebrating those with miraculous abilities, like the ability to heal, while downplaying those with less spectacular talents. No, he said, no, every single gift is important, everyone is needed on the team. In fact, the less prominent the role, he said, the more important it is. Remove just one cog from a watch and it won't tick. Remove somebody like Mick from that ship and cleft pallets will not get fixed. Those of us who have public-facing roles should remember this, I think. No one achieves alone, so be quick to affirm your team. And those of us on the lower decks can lift our heads high. Our roles, too, are indispensable.